I stepped in closer and put a hand on the hay, rich with alfalfa. Certified. You must have a pretty good stretch of bottomland around here somewhere. Good enough. But with the drought, this country is so dry you have to prime a man before he can spit. As if to emphasize his point, he spat a stream through the rust holes in the floorboard of the truck and onto the road, the spittle approaching the same tint as the river. I nodded as I glanced down at the stained pea gravel. A buddy of mine says that these small bales are what broke up the family ranches. I looked back up at the cargo, two and a half tons at least. You buck a couple thousand of these in August, and your mind starts to wander, wonder as to what the heck else you could be doing for a living. His eyes clinched my words. You ranch? Nope, but I grew up on one. Whereabouts? I smiled stuffing my hands in the pockets of my jeans, glanced at his rust-orange, heavily-loaded flatbed, and then at the dilapidated structure that spanned the distance between here and there. You gonna drive this truck across that bridge? He spat into the dirt again, this time near my boots, and then wiped his mouth on the back of his snap-buttoned cuff. Been driving the car bridge for sixty-three years. Don't see no reason to stop. Car bridge. I hadn't heard that one in a while. I glanced back at the yellow Y-dot signs and the decrepit condition of the doomed structure. Looks like you're not going to have much choice as of next week. He nodded and ran a hand over his patent leather face. Yeah, I reckon they got more money down there in Cheyenne than they know what to do with. He waited a moment before speaking again. The state highway is about four miles back up the road. I told you, I'm not lost. I could feel him watching me. I'm sure he was looking at the scar above my eye, the one on my neck, that little part of my ear that was missing, my hands, and most importantly, trying to get a read on the insouciance that goes along with a quarter of a century spent with a star pinned to my chest. I nodded, glancing back across the bridge before he had a chance to study me longer. Is that a town down there? Sort of. He snorted a laugh. Halfway between Wobegon and far away. He continued to study me as I watched the dust drifting across the warped and swirled surface of the dried-out planks. Used to be called Suggs, but when the Burlington and Missouri came through, they decided that it ought to have an upstanding, proper, biblical name. I continued to look at the town. And what's that? Absalom. I laughed, and thought that one of those railroad engineers must have had a pretty good sense of humor, or been from Mississippi, but then it occurred to me that Faulkner hadn't been walking, let alone riding, when the railroads came through here. He continued to look at me through the collection of wrinkles that road-mapped his eyes. Something funny? I nodded. Do you read the Bible, Mr. Niall, Mike Niall? I noticed he didn't extend his hand. Not since my mother used to make me, but there ain't nobody that makes me do much of anything in about seventy years. Seven years longer than he'd been driving the car bridge, I figured. You should read it, Mr. Niall, if for no other reason than that historical reference. Absalom was King David's son, the cursed one who turned against him. I started back toward the rental car, and there was a pause before he spoke again. I wouldn't go down there if I was you. It's not a friendly place. 
I opened the door of the Lincoln, tossed my 10X onto the passenger seat, and looked back at him from over the top and especially at the 3030 carbine in the truck's rifle rack behind his head. That's all right, I'm not looking for frames. I started to climb into the driver's seat, but stopped when he called out to me again. Hey, youngster, I didn't catch your name. I paused for only a second, continuing to look down the valley at the small town. I didn't throw it. I drove off the pavement to the edge of a dirt street alongside the railroad tracks and pulled the rental under the shade of an abandoned mill that read Best Out West, but maybe not so much anymore. It was true that they had changed the name of Suggs to Absalom in an attempt to elevate the town and pull it from a dubious past, but I couldn't help feeling that whatever its name, it had been survived.